0: Hey everybody, it's Ian with Connoisseurs on the Record. Thank you for listening to this episode, for selecting us, and letting us be your source of wrestling entertainment. I hope you're doing well. I hope you've had a great day, or are having a great day. I don't know what time you're listening to this, but I hope you're doing well, all that to say. Now... You may have noticed by now that Trey has not chimed in because, unfortunately, um, scheduling conflicts, he was not able to get here at this time. But no worries. We will be right back next week with new, brand new content, a lot of stuff to cover. But for now, we're going to treat y'all to a little bit of a best of episode, which is crazy to think that we could even put together a best of episode with having done this for such short a time. But February alone offered so much great content, we believe, that we would love to share it with you again. So we're going to have three little clips to show off for you on the best of. And if you're new to the podcast and you've never listened to it before, this is an incredible way to get introduced. So if you're listening right now, good on you. And when you're done, go check out the rest of our stuff too. Now we just to touch on some some things that have happened in the world of wrestling. Some things, something. I can't talk today because a lot of exciting stuff has happened in the world of professional wrestling. We know that a Charlotte and, and Rhea Ripley met in person on Monday. I think Roman Roman and Cody are supposed to meet in person tonight on SmackDown. And Gunther's WrestleMania opponent will also be decided. All things that we're super excited about. I want Braun to win the Battle Royal to go up against Gunther. And Trey wants Sheamus because he really wants that another Gunther and Sheamus match. But there are 20 guys in that Battle Royal. We could be completely wrong. Maybe it's Drew McIntyre. Maybe it's just some completely random dude. I mean, who knows? Oh, yeah. And uh, Logan and Seth are meeting next Monday. Logan Paul and Seth Rollins. So there are a lot of feuds that are really heating up with some face-to-face meetups. So that's exciting. But let's get into our first clip because it's a little topical. Because of another big thing that happened this past Monday on Raw. Becky Lynch and Lita actually won the Women's Tag Team Championships. I was not expecting that. I thought it would be really fun. I thought it would lead up to Lita doing something with Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. Did not think it was going to be an actual win for them. I didn't think they were going to be champions going into it. So it's nuts. I'm super excited. And if you ever wonder whether or not I'm excited about that story, here's something from our most recent episode when the Becky Lynch and Lita stuff first started happening. And yeah, <laughs> I was just as excited then as I am now. There's one other thing from raw that I want to talk about that I'm super excited about. I know you're And about. you know exactly what I'm talking about. Ding dong. Hello. Oh, the
1: episode of ding dong. Hello. I thought you we were going to talk about The Miz, talking about his half-court shot that he made at the Celebrity All-Star Game.
0: That little throw out that little one-off line? Yeah,
1: because you, you love The Miz, and you thought that shot was really cool that he did at the- I
0: thought the shot was great, yeah, and I straight up told you we're never going to hear the end of it, nope. because, like- I, w- I wouldn't, I don't blame him. That well, was yeah. Really sick. I mean, even count, even if still. he wasn't in character, like, yeah, that gives you something to brag <laughs> about. Exactly. But, uh, no. Did you watch the episode of Ding Dong Hello with it, Bailey? I did not get a chance <gasps> to you. Are you serious? yes all right well she had an episode of ding dong hello with um damage control and she was chatting this is where becky and lita came becky and lita challenging for the titles yes oh my god as soon as uh, like i was scrolling through um all the stuff that happened on ron i was seeing oh that's pretty cool oh a nice cody promo okay and the cody promo was incredible it's like, oh man, really good Cody promo. Oh, the Paul, go- the
1: Paul p- promo was incredible too. The Paul Heyman. Yeah, Paul. Neck brace and all. Yeah,
0: Paul's promo with the crazy neck brace. Yeah. He couldn't wear it properly because he doesn't have a neck. <laughs> and just wondering, oh man, what's going on there? But then, like, looking all sorts of ridiculous, but cutting an incredible promo. That was great. But seeing. Becky and Lita. At first I saw they were having a photo shoot together. I'm like, why are they doing a photo shoot together? They look adorable, but what are they doing? And then I keep scrolling and I see the two of them in the ring. And like uh, Dakota Kai and Sky holding their titles up in front of them. I'm like, there's no freaking way. And I was losing it, dude. Because Becky Lynch is already like my all-time favorite Not only just favorite women's wrestler, might be one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Fell in love with her from the moment I got back into wrestling in 2016 and saw Survivor Series. I loved her character immediately and she was someone completely different back then. And Lita, even though I missed the boat on that because I was born too late and never really got to see Lita in her prime. It happens. I, even having... Hardly seen any of her matches in their entirety. Just her association with the Hardy Boys and her punk rock kind of don't give a shit about nothing kind of attitude and her crazy moonsault. She was already one of my favorites from that era because she was so counterculture at the time. She was like the page of that time. So to see the two of them with their fiery red hair and attitudes to match teaming up, it's like... My favorite from the past and my favorite from now coming together. So, I I do not know if they're going to win the titles in their challenge next week. But, I really think they're going somewhere with having Lita and Becky Lynch either. (gasps) The team breaks up. Lita versus Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. That would be nice. Ooh. That would be cool. I just came up with that just now. And, I want it more than anything. You
1: think the team would break up during this match coming
0: up is what you're thinking? I would say they give them maybe one other match, maybe, maybe uh, like maybe one, one other match for them to have a miscommunication or something. But I don't know. They have to tell a good story, even if it's a simple one of why there's a miscommunication and why they're gonna start whooping up on each other. I doubt it's it's not gonna be a blood feud by any means. No, it'll be I, more an intentional dream match. Yeah, and I think I think to be honest,
1: did you see Lita come back a couple weeks ago when she came back?
0: Yeah, and I'm and and I knew for a fact that wasn't a one-off thing. No,
1: no, no, no. no I like knew it, she yeah. was going
0: to come back in some fashion, but I didn't know it was going to be. I should have predicted it would be challenging the tag champions, but I it was just off my radar.
1: Yeah, it was. It was. It's uh, what they're doing with her and Becky. I think it'll it'll, it'll pan out really well. Definitely have some sort of WrestleMania payoff, whatever that may be.
0: And have Lita to see Lita do a... Oh, I'm just I'm just thinking of all this as we're talking about it. And it makes me so excited. If you could see me, if we were on camera, you would see that I look like a giddy little schoolgirl right now. I am like because, dude, seeing Lita, and seeing her have a WrestleMania entrance after probably the last WrestleMania she was in was like maybe, if she was in a WrestleMania probably would have been 04 or 05. yeah. And how big and grandiose and incredible the pageantry has gotten since then she will be getting the stars treatment when she's coming out. So I think, Oh, it's just going to be so good that, that could have the potential of being match of the night in my eyes. If they play it right. If it happens at WrestleMania. Yeah. So yeah, still excited. If you haven't noticed now, our next clip is we're switching it up a little bit because we're showing the other half of connoisseurs. Sure. We love talking about wrestling, but Music is where we started, and we still do music every month. Which you can expect another album review in this coming month, hopefully, if we can end up getting one together. But this is our most recent episode where we were reviewing what was it called? Mainstream Sellout by Machine Gun Kelly, an artist that we never really listened to or had any desire to listen to, and um. I liked ragging on it a bit, but Trey, at one point, heard a lyric, and the clip opens with him saying the lyric, and proceeds to rip Mr. Gun Kelly apart.
1: I hear too many interviews from these artists in the news speaking on my name. Who honestly, like, what artist that's doing their thing is honestly concerned about MGK? I'm sorry, I've never once heard an artist besides that Eminem beef in 2017 or whatever that was. Like, who's talking about MGK in the business? You know what I mean? Who cares in the business about yeah. Gun Kelly or Mr. Gun Kelly to be in the news talking about him? That's my question. This just feels like he's... I think he's just delusional about that. I, don't, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> but like, when's the last time you heard an artist be like, Yeah, man, I can't stand that MGK, man. He's just... He freaking sucks. Or... Yeah, man, that new MGK album was awesome. I look up to MGK. When I go into the studio, I try to think, how can I make my music sound as good as MGK's? Nobody talks about him. Nobody <laughs> really cares. You know what I mean? Like, nobody cares about MGK. I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to be rude. His fans care about him, I'm sure. And I'm sure his friends care about him. But like, no one in MGK is not up for any Grammys. MG, MGK is not up for any awards. You know, besides with whatever the Razzies equivalent of, for music is. Like the no one cares, about MGK. I'm just saying. I just heard that lyric and it kind of threw me off because, like, who's really out there in the world in the news talking about MGK
0: to, to the public? To any to any wrestling fans that are in the audience, we call that a shoot. We yeah, call that a sure, promo. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying. You were like, just you you were you were, <laughs> you were just shooting hard. It just doesn't on MGK, make any bro. sense. Like I'm just saying. I mean, no, you ain't wrong. Like when's I... the
1: last time a, a rapper? When did Kendrick Lamar ever go in and be like, "Yeah, man"? Let's say anything about MGK. Half of these people that you probably pattern your music after—I'm not. T- I know MGK's not listening to this. Half of the people <laughs> that MGK probably patterns his music after and tries to be like have no idea who he is. Has never MGK, heard, Have never heard a song by him in their life Please
0: write a diss track on us, please. That would be the big break that we desire for. Like, f- make yeah, it, make okay, a diss yeah. track on us, make, yeah. and then that would attract all the uh, uh, like. That w- I don't care what kind of fans we attract. We would I, get to I'm not so. even really
1: trying to this like this to be honest, I'm just being genuine, like Yeah, I'm just being genuine, who really, man, it I talks mean, about Like
0: who talks about MGK?
1: That's big. You know what I mean? He's just he's not that guy. He's, you're not that guy. Pal. Ever heard of the never ending story? He's the he's the nothing man. Yeah,
0: he so yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's this, just he's just nothing.
1: He's just there. You know what I mean? You're just there. You're like You just yeah. The only reason to be honest, the only reason you're in the news so much is because of it. I'm not talking to NGK. Why I need to stop <laughs> I'm not, I'm using you (laughs) as, like, second-person pronouns. Hey, if
0: this is, man, if this is what helps you through it, then just... No, I'm
1: just saying, the only reason he's in the news so much is mainly because he's with Megan Fox. Yeah. The only reason his music really gets popular is because a lot of people make fun of it, and he has a pretty pretty religiously dedicated fan base, if we're being fair. Yeah. I won't discredit that. And, you know, I'm just saying, I mean, all that from that one lyric, but, like, come on, dude, no one's talking about you like that, like... (sighs) Also, side note, this song is a minute and eleven seconds long. Why? Why it's not a. it's hardly a song. That's just <laughs> that's just a ringtone. It's at that barely point. a concept. No, it's just a ringtone. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm really getting I'm this that that made me that go got off you for high. some reason. Yeah, I don't that know really? why I don't know why. I don't know why <laughs> it got me so
0: intense, but it did. I love it. Yeah, see, all of that sounds like something I would say, but if you're able to get Trey heated, then you, you, then, then you know you messed up. Now, the last clip that we have is ending on a more what-if note and also a more light-hearted note. Because I really enjoyed having this conversation of potentially post-WrestleMania, where could you see Cody Rhodes' next feud being? Like, who could his next opponent be? I enjoyed talking about that. But in the middle of a really good conversation, we had some uh, some distractions who wanted to come into the room. Y- y- you'll-, you'll get what I'm saying. Who do you want Cody Rhodes' first feud after WrestleMania to be with? So this is either as champion or as not cha- as champion. As champion or not as champion. I'm going to say as champion because I do believe he's going to win. But either way i think mine is kind of evergreen as far as it comes to the feud that is a fantastic question i can go ahead and tell you mine by you some time to think yeah sounds good because mine is more than just oh i would love to see cody face this guy like oh he's never faced him before no the thing is he's interacted with this guy a lot before but the story tells itself i want him to feud against randy orton
1: Oh, that would be fantastic.
0: You you know about the legacy, don't you? I have
1: no idea about the legacy. You have no, no idea about the legacy. No, but I just All right. Thought about the two personalities in the
0: ring together. No, That'd no, be no. Incredible. Classes in session. When Cody Rhodes first came to WWE, he was kind of a solo act, and I might be getting some of this muddy, but I do remember the meat of it. His big break, so to speak, when he first started becoming somewhat of a uh, of a name, more so than just having the last name Rhodes. He was in a team called The Legacy. And their whole gimmick is that they are second, third generation superstars. Like their fathers were in wrestling and were big names. So, there was a team consisting of Cody Rhodes, the son of Dusty Rhodes. Ted DiBiase Jr., the son of the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. And the son of Cowboy Bob Orton, Randy Orton, was the leader. And... They just, even though Cody and Ted kind of fell in the background, obviously because Randy Orton and their personalities weren't the greatest at the time, it was still a really big thing for them because they were feuding against like DX and all of these huge names and got these major league matches. Cody Rhodes had a big moment with The Undertaker during a Royal Rumble. You'll have to hear his story about it. It's really cool. So that was a deep rooted thing. That was Cody Rhodes' first big break and really Ted DiBiase's only break because after the legacy broke up there wasn't much left for ted to do meanwhile cody he, he, he had the the Rhodes thing to fall back on but then he also had other gimmicks that came and went uh then stardust we all know where that went but randy orton was his first big break so for him to rekindle that uh relationship with randy orton and realize hey like the story writes itself if it weren't for if it weren't for me then you wouldn't even be back here if it weren't for me then no one would even know who you are you would have been out the door before you ever got the call about legacy or something like that like if it weren't for me you wouldn't even be relevant so the story tells itself and now that Cody Rhodes is honestly in some ways on a slightly higher pedestal than Roman even is so then they complain to the jealousy factor like oh well Randy, Did I say Roman? You did say Roman. Randy, my bad. Um, For um, Randy would be jealous of like, oh, well, he's actually become bigger than me, so he has that insecurity playing in. So, yes, I fantasy booked it that much. I want to see the legacy go one-on-one again. And if they can find some way to incorporate Ted Jr., I'm sure that he has absolutely nothing going on right now. So, (laughs) if they want to rope him in and have him be like maybe the guest ref or something. Man, I wish I had a detailed answer. I just... I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. You, you I don't. Th- got, you I don't think. Your... I don't think
1: about it too much. Well, I'm just gonna pick a couple names out of a hat. Then, in that case, we'll have a really detailed answer, and we'll have a couple of just dream matches, in my opinion, for no other reason than I would like to see these two in a ring together.
0: And sometimes that's all you need. Yeah. As long as you got a good storyline behind it, you don't need to know the storyline, but just assume that there's a really good storyline. I'll give you a couple then. Drew McIntyre. Also, I apologize. I don't know if you can hear it, but if you hear little kind of. Whimpers off and on in the background. My cats really want to get into the studio.
1: <laughs> Man, they really want to get in. We'll Bill, cu- we'll- stop
0: it! Oh my gosh.
1: Okay. Hey, let
0: me let me throw the let me. Throw Maybe the
1: that's what the they're toy. wanting.
0: No. Okay. Well. <laughs> Sounds like it worked. His I can paw hear came under and it slowly <laughs> drew back. He's like, "Okay, I guess. Okay, continue."
1: Yeah. Other than the fact that I just like to see these two in a ring, I'd like to see Drew McIntyre and Cody Rhodes. Two guys that That'd I think sick. have. Say it again. That'd be sick. Just in terms of pure wrestling, there's two of my favorites, and not even personality-wise, they can both cut promos like nobody's business. We found that out about Drew when he was feuding against Roman for a while. And it was feuding against, even against Cross before even the Roman stuff happened or afterwards, whichever one it was. You know, it
0: just goes to show how good of a fantasy booker you are. There's actually a deeper story that could be in that feud than you even thought. Because Drew McIntyre is another case, probably even before Cody, another case of someone leaving WWE, reinventing themselves and coming back better right. than ever. I'm, I'm, you Drew McIntyre was like the failed chosen one of... Uh, uh, that Vince McMahon think hey yeah. He was Vince's boy, and that really fell flat. And he never really got over. He ends up reinventing himself in the Indies. Comes back looking like the man that ate the previous Drew McIntyre yeah. and gained his energy and his muscle. Yeah, dude's freaking. He is built like a Greek god. I feel like he like got taller in his time gone. That's how much more built he got. If you look at Drew McIntyre when he first came to WWE, put him side by side, not the same guy. Would you like to see Cody versus
1: Seth Rollins again? I mean, I don't think they got to do for that the, whole entire story yeah, justice for because the pure, of the injury.
0: For the pure wrestling aspect and the fact that they put on incredible matches, like both of them individually put on an incredible match with a broom Hell and with so, each other. Was match it's great year. Yeah, it year. was, and like, and not only because of the torn pec that he had. Like the match itself told an incredible story but I think that storyline has more to it. I think they could have
1: gone deeper into that and they they would have most likely they can definitely revisit
0: it. I'm sure that they had one or one or one or two more matches uh, on the horizon. So they can definitely easily fit another one of those in. No, don't worry. My cats are always that bad. It's kind of a problem, but that concludes our first best of episode I hope you enjoyed these little moments from February. It was really fun to revisit them. But no worries. Trey and I will both be back next week to talk about SmackDown and Raw and any other new wrestling and or WrestleMania news that may break. We keep getting closer and closer. And I'm pretty damn excited. So we'll see y'all next week.